Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Dumpster Fire Library presents The Angry Old Man Who Dug a Hole. A children's story. There once was a great big house with a great big yard. And on that great big yard was a great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. One morning, an angry old man was walking by that great big house with a great big yard with a great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. But because he was a very angry old man, he walked onto the yard, knelt down, and started to dig. A passerby saw the angry old man starting to dig in front of the great big house with the great big yard with a great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. They called out to him. Mister, didn't you see the great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it? You should stop digging. The angry old man scoffed and said, I'm not digging a hole. And then the angry old man went to the hardware store, bought a shovel, and dug deeper. Later that day, the townsfolk saw the angry old man standing next to a small hole in front of the great big house with a great big yard with a great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. They called out to him, Mister, didn't you see the great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it? You should stop digging. The angry old man grumbled and said, I'm not digging a hole. And then the angry old man went to the hardware store, bought a pickaxe, and dug deeper. The next day, Local reporters, with their microphones and cameras, saw the angry old man with a pickaxe over his shoulder, standing up to his neck in a hole in front of the great big house with a great big yard with a great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. They called out to him, holding out their microphones and turning on their cameras, Mister, surely you saw the great big sign with the words, No Great Big Holes written on it. Are you going to fill it back in? The angry old man sneered and said, I'm not digging a hole. And then the angry old man went to the hardware store and bought a backhoe and dug even deeper. That night, four kind women were walking by and saw the angry old man sitting in the cab of the backhoe with the loud engine puffing thick black smoke all around him and next to a great big hole in front of the great big house with a great big yard with a great big sign with the words no great big holes written on it. They thought about calling out to him but they knew he would not be able to hear them over the sounds of the engine. They just looked at the great big hole and wept. Like most people, they loved that great big house with a great big yard. The angry old man saw the four kind women looking at his hole and weeping. He turned off the backhoe and hopped down out of the cab. He stood in front of the great big house with a great big yard with a great big sign with the words, no great big holes written on it. He shouted angrily at the woman, he shouted angrily. He shouted at the women, I didn't dig a hole. I made a mountain. The four kind women looked up from the great big hole and saw that in front of the great big house with a great big yard, next to the great big sign with the words no great big holes written on it, was a great big mountain. And on top of the great big mountain, on the great big yard, in front of the great big house, were all of the angry old man's angry old friends.
to be continued on the dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. An utterly calamitous or mismanaged situation or occurrence. Does it concern you that many people saw that tweet as racist and that uh, white nationalist groups are finding common cause with you on that point? It doesn't concern me because many people agree with me. Welcome to the dumpster fire. Whew. Welcome to the dumpster fire. This is Corey. You can follow the show at the DF Show on Twitter. You can follow me at Corey Update on Twitter. C O R Y Update. And please subscribe, follow whatever to the show, wherever you're listening on, whatever whatever platform you get your podcast from. Yeah, I didn't really know how to start this this uh, whew, this dumpster fire episode. Man, did uh, I? I thought uh, I, I didn't think I could be surprised anymore by Trump's abhorrent behavior. Here we are. Here we are. New day. It's a new day. But yeah, so I was watching all this happen Sunday, keeping uh, a little bit of eye on it. And then Monday, of course, just just kept thinking, is he wait, just still? Wait, no, stop. He's digging again? He just keeps digging himself deeper into this hole. And I read a lot of children's stories these days to my children, not... Not, uh, I don't, uh, I'm an adult. I, uh, read adult stuff. No, I, uh, I mean, yeah, I read a lot of children's stories to my kids. So as, as I started thinking about this, I was like, he dug it deeper and he's digging it deeper. And it reminds me of any children's story, right? He just keeps, keeps going and going and going. And, uh, and there's usually a point at the end, although I will, hopefully the, to be continued on that story is when the four kind women fill that hole back in, right? Hopefully with the help of of, of uh, the rest of the Democratic Party. Um, the Democratic Party is holding a resolution to, I guess, force Republicans to choose what side of the line they're going to be on. Um, it's a resolution to condemn Trump's tweets as racist. What was the original tweet? He tweeted Sunday morning, just woke up and thought, let's Let's just blow this one open. <laughs> and, uh, so interesting to see, quote, progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose government originally came from countries who go- whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world. If they even have a functioning government at all now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States the greatest, most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Now, the important part of that sentence is why don't they go back to the, you know, the places from which they came? Yeah, that's... That's super racist, buddy. It really, really is. That is something that racists won't even tweet. Because they know if they tweeted that on Sunday morning, they wouldn't have a job on Monday morning. The progressive Democratic congresswomen he's, he's speaking of are the freshman congresswomen uh, Ilan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Rashida Tlaib. Minority women that... He is saying they should go back to the places from which they came, which is always a, it's a, it's a little, uh, a tick or a tell 
of the of Trump's that you know he's doing something he knows is abhorrent because he tries to get all grammatically correct. Because normally he'd say, "Go back to you know from you know, go back to the places where you're from," but he writes, "Why don't they go back from you know to the places from which from which they came?" As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh yeah, he knows. He knows this is a stupid, dumb, dumb tweet." Oh, and I need to correct people. Um, you probably hear hear the term "dog whistle" being used a lot, especially with tweets like this. This tweet in particular, people saying it's a dog whistle. For white nationalists to, to racists, it is not a dog whistle. A dog whistle is supposed to not be heard by those it wasn't meant for. Uh, it's supposed to be subtle. It's supposed to. So you're supposed to be a, you, you, people who don't know for sure should be questioning. Is that? Did I hear that right? Did I see that correctly? No, no, this is not a dog whistle. This is. This isn't even a whistle. This is a bugle. And when he blows into that bugle, a long, thin pole antennas out from it. And when it stops, a, 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 a flag unrolls from it. And on the flag, printed in big block letters, are the words, I'm a racist. That's what this tweet is. It is. It's violent, abhorrent. And he knew it. Not just because of his uncharacteristic grammatical correctness or attempt to be grammatically correct he afterward he retweeted 21 random tweets well he retweeted 21 tweets um he they were comments most of them i think besides two were comments on some guy's tweet about how he changed his mind about trump because something was proved to him from the campaign trail where Trump made fun of a reporter's disabilities that, oh, well, look, here's a video someone sent me of Trump doing spastic arms all the time. And he used that as like, ah, yeah, see, that means everyone is lying about Trump. The media is lying about Trump. And so that means I like him now. And so Trump tweeted a bunch of or retweeted a bunch of comments to that guy, which is just weird. Um, but as anyone with Twitter knows, it will push your your tweets down. Why didn't he t- delete them? He can't, I don't think. Right? The Presidential Records Act, as far as I know, prohibits him from doing that. Uh, it's been determined that his Twitter account is official record. Government business is being done from it. A gross amount and grossly <laughs> done. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he can't delete it. He can't. The only time he can ever delete one is if he to do, I think he does a spelling correction, but then he has to retweet everything else pretty much verbatim. And that is because in some of them sound dumb and he won't even fix uh, grammar on them, uh, but he will fix some misspellings these days. And so he must be allowed to do that, uh, but that's all he'll fix is some spelling. So I think the, he thought that, okay, I, I, you know, he probably got a bunch of phone calls. He probably you know, heard from his kids and and everyone saying, what, dude, what? And so he retweeted a bunch of stuff to try and push it down on his feet. No one's going to see it. Well, everyone already saw it. He got retweeted a bunch. If that's even the reason. I actually have a theory on, on, on this tweet, but more on that later. So Trump tweets that out and then spends the rest of his Sunday not apologizing, <laughs> not walking it back at all. It was pretty uh, pretty unnerving. The next morning... Monday morning, Lindsey Graham started the 
acolyte tour on Fox and Friends calling Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and this crowd, he calls them, communists who hate the country, anti-American, anti-Semitic, just going on and on and on. Uh, Trump tweets out his whole transcript, it seems like, from the, from that show, um, claiming, oh, and Lindsey Graham did claim that they wanted to impeach him on day one, where, I mean, they weren't there on his day one, which I, it seems like he means, but yeah, if, if, he, if he's being correct about their day one, then yeah, they did, because that's how they got elected. People wanted them to. The people that elected them wanted them to start an impeachment inquiry. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's that's not a slam. They, they, everyone wanted them to. That's why they're there. Uh, and so that happened Monday morning. Trump still hadn't apologized, walked it back. He'll never apologize for anything. No one's expecting him to do that, but maybe walk it back a little bit. But no, what does he do? He, he goes, he goes full Trump. Does it concern you that many people saw that tweet as racist and that uh, white nationalist groups are finding common cause with you on that point? If you have any question about something Trump has done about whether or not it's racist or not, just ask the racists. They know. They're really good at spotting their own kind. And as that reporter pointed out, white nationalists really thought that tweet was racist. It doesn't concern me because many people agree with me. So his answer, does it concern you that yeah, this is being you know, taken as sort of a rallying cry for racists and white nationalists? Well, no. I mean, people agree with me. Yeah, that's what we're getting at here, man. Like, that doesn't, no, I'm not concerned because people agree with me. Okay, but there's a lot of people out there who will agree with a lot of bad stuff. That doesn't mean it shouldn't concern you that they do agree with you on it. That means that you should be concerned about what you're saying may not be the best thing to be saying. Saying they want to leave, they can leave. Now, it doesn't say leave forever. It says leave if you want. But what it says, what and what that, John, what that says is if they're not happy with the United States... If they're doing nothing but criticizing us all the time, you see these people walking down criticizing the United States. These people? Nice. Throws that in there for just, uh, you know, <laughs> because he's either clueless or he's stoking the fire. I mean, is it possible that he has he, he doesn't know that go back to, to where you're from, uh, telling a minority that, um, that... I mean, really telling anyone that. That's not racist and insulting. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I mean, does he not know that saying, ah, then you see these people in the halls criticizing the country. These people, again, that's uh, it's a flag right there. Oh, and that is at the, which I found interesting, maybe ironic even, 
Um, he's being asked these things at the Made in America showcase. I mean, it's for products and stuff, but it, it, you can't make this stuff up. The, he's at the Made in America showcase slamming four American citizens, representatives, in this government. And he answered this question after giving what was supposed to be a speech and a press conference about the American economy and products being made in America. And, of course, he knows that people are going to ask him about this. So he had a one-sheet prepared with bullet points that he scribbled on with all the terrible things he could say about the congresswoman. And on the top of it, he wrote out Al-Qaeda and some people. He, at least I think it's Al-Qaeda, because he spelled it A-L-C-I-A-D-A, Al-Qaeda. <laughs> and yeah, misspelled Al-Qaeda. People also said he misspelled people and some people, that he's put E-L at the end, but I did way too much analysis on that, I think, because who really cares uh, he didn't. You can look at how he's how he writes L's and how he writes E's. He just made the L small and the E big. Um, but you know he spelled Al Qaeda, A L C A I D A, which you may argue that oh well, come on, people write things out all, and phonically all the time so they don't screw it up. True, but that's for words that you don't hear or see a lot, right? That's for uncommon words. Al-Qaeda is not uncommon. He knows how to say it. He just does not clearly, clearly, he does not know how to spell it. And that is hilarious. He must see that word all the time. If, well, he would, I guess, if he would read his his national security briefings and all that. <laughs> or is it every time he's like, what is this? What, I don't think, maybe he just feels like he's too, he, he doesn't want to feel dumb by asking, what is this? I'll... I don't, man, I don't know. What is this? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's trying to be blast um, a representative Omar for comments she made about Al-Qaeda um, that are completely out of context. It's been proven, if you listen to the whole thing she said, it's, uh, uh, it's not what he says that she's saying. And, yeah, but he spent... The rest of the day on Monday, uh, tweeting out that the that these these women are terrible. They hate their country. They should just leave if they don't like it here. Which is interesting because um, if you don't, he's saying that if you don't like your country, you should just leave. I guess except if you're from Central America. Because if you're fleeing Central America because you don't like the way the country's run, you you shouldn't. And that evening, the the squad, as they're known, representatives Omar, Presley, Ocasio-Cortez, and Tlaib, they held a press conference and basically called him out. They quoted him verbatim on a lot of the abhorrent things that he said and tweeted and reassured everyone that he does not represent what's great about the United States that it's for everyone, um, that if you're, if you're an American citizen, if you're here, that you belong here, you can criticize your government. Oh, that's another thing. America is built on the ability 
for disagreement. If you disagree with the way this country is being run, you shouldn't leave. You should run for office, as they did. And as I think it was AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I believe during the press conference she said that you don't leave something that you love, right? If you love something, you don't leave it. You you, you want to fix it. You want to make it better. Um, You know, you can argue about their policy decisions or, or how they want the country to be run, but they have every right, every right to stay, right? And and to complain, as Trump keeps saying. You just hear these people complain. If they don't like it here, they should leave. No, you complain all the time, dude. I mean, come on now. Uh, and you, 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 already, you still complain all the time about the country. Why don't you leave? It's... Oh, it's mind-blowing. He attacked them for using foul language. Uh, a lot of the language that they use, especially during that press conference, were, were, were quotes of his. He may also be referring to, I think it was Rashida Tlaib, that uh, I think when she was elected said, uh, now it's time to impeach the MFR, something like that, right? Um, but, you know, in the moment, and that's one of the reasons why the people that elected her elected her, Right. To do that. And it's too late for him to apologize anyway, right? I mean, he's built his mountain. He can't he can't put that dirt back in the hole. There's no way. He has built this mountain, and as the story concluded, all of his all of his friends are on top of that mountain. They didn't leave. The GOP, where are you? This was it, man. If you man, I I naively, maybe, I believe that. They were just waiting for the perfect moment. The thing, just knowing that eventually Trump is going to do something so ridiculously abhorrent that they could cut and run from supporting him to back a, a primary challenge, anything, right? They, 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 they were just looking for that chance to, to get off this, this Trump train. And, and, and this would be it. I mean, this, I mean, Trump, if Trump's driving a train, he pulled the train over. He opened every single door and window and then turned around and said, eh, if you want to leave, you leave. Whatever. I know that was stupid. That was terrible. And hardly any of them did. Only a couple. And, and even that was just kind of harsh words. And that was, that was just basically saying, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, some people said, ah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't tweet that. And for those people, I would say, why? And then I'd follow up with, yeah, exactly. If you would honestly answer that question, why you wouldn't, then you should, you should do whatever you can to get rid of this guy. He is, he is destroying uh, the United States. And I still can't get over this whole, if you don't like it, leave thing. That is, that's what dictators say. You like it here or you get out. You like the way I'm doing things or you leave. No, that's not the way we work here. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know where the GOP is. They're still on the train. That's where they are. They're they're not getting off anytime soon. And we'll see what that resolution results are. There's a you know, basically Democrats are drawing a line, and they're saying if you want to, you you have the opportunity here to condemn what this president has has done and said, and you can do it. And what 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 repercussions are going to have? 
What, you're going to get voted out of office by, by the Trump base in your districts? Well, if, then you don't represent them. Then you, you shouldn't want to represent them. If that's who, who is in your district, stop. They're, you're, you're, that reflects terribly on you. Oh, and about that resolution, Trump did tweet a warning to Republicans saying, those tweets were not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Okay, the, that sentence, I don't have a racist bone in my body, has that ever been just offered up freely? Has anyone ever just been in a conversation? Oh, by the way, I just want to let everyone know, I don't have a racist bone in my body. No, 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 no. No one ever just offers that up. People only say, I don't have a racist bone in my body when a lot of people think what you've done is very racist. He goes on, the so-called vote to be taken is a Democrat con game. Republicans should not show, quote, weakness and fall into their trap. This should be a vote on the filthy language, statements, and lies told by the Democrat congresswoman, women who I truly believe, based on their actions, hate our country. Get a list of horrible things they have said. Yeah. And then he says, see you in 2020. Yeah, I think the tweet we're all talking about from Sunday morning, that should definitely, definitely come up a lot from now until the 2020 elections. Let's let's make everyone, ask everyone. I don't care if it's a couple days after. I don't care if it's a couple weeks or months or next year. If a Republican hasn't been asked about it, if they haven't been asked about this, I mean, ask them. What do you think about that tweet? Would you tweet it? Why not? Why not? Tell me why not. And yeah, just a bunch of cowards, really. The Republicans are just, I mean, you, unless as they believe it too. Okay, I have a couple of theories on why he actually tweeted this out. Um, last week, as we discussed on a, a previous episode about the social media conservative online, how many followers do I have wine fest that the, the White House hosted? Trump complained a lot about how his tweets don't get the kind of action they used to, how, you know, he used to put out a doozy or a good one or whatever he said, one that he knew, one that he knew would, would get, you know, get people going. And then he doesn't see the kind of action he used to, the amount of retweets and comments and likes. Well, this tweet would almost guarantee that's going to happen. And... I think, as he's proven, there's nothing he can do to make his base turn against him. And this got a lot of attention. This tweet, you know, even for him, went nuts, went viral. And it probably made him happy. He's probably was loving it at first, seeing how, how, how big it was, how many likes and, and, and retweets and comments he was getting on it. And in watching the news, watching the Sunday news programs all break to cover this thing, as I'm sure they did. I, I wasn't really paying. I wasn't watching the news on Sunday about this. I was reading stories to my kids. I'm going to read them a story about uh, the man who dug a hole tonight. Also, a lot of people have brought up, and I don't know if I believe it, but you never know, that this could be some sort of distraction. 
Um, didn't have a good week last week with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. A lot of pictures coming out with Trump and, and, and Epstein together. And you can hear more about the whole Epstein ordeal and how he's handled that on the Epstein perversity. That was an episode from last week as well. Can you imagine if this tweet was on purpose as a distraction? Imagine how terrible, how terrible your life has to be going. How miserable or how crappy your week must have been if you need to distract it by putting out a racist comment. That, I mean, you, that is all, like, oh man, things are just not not going my way. People won't shut up about this Epstein stuff. People won't shut up about my... Uh, oh, the ICE uh, deportations, the raids that doesn't don't didn't seem to really come to fruition for them. Um, yeah, we didn't hear much about them at all, uh, and and maybe hearing about that, maybe it's like, oh, people are gonna, you know, my base is really gonna hate all this. Who can I go after? What can I, you know, when they find out that I didn't deport the millions of people that I was, I said, I told people I was gonna going to deport. There, you know, I need something to distract from that to take over. I don't want that news getting out. And so, what does he do? Boom. Let's uh, do. Uh, I know. I'll do something super racist. That that's a bad week. If you need to distract from your week by by making people think you're a racist, yeah, that's a, that's a bad week. Okay. Thanks for listening to the dumpster fire. Please subscribe to to the show or follow or whatever your you're allowed to do on your platform of choice and check out some past episodes. I did a fun one, the bear belittlement. It was a personal story. How I was kind of not really though, but sort of maybe and eh, not so much killed by a bear. And you can go back and listen to past episodes. They they hold up because the show is about how Trump is handling the situations. So they are timely in that, you know, when when the news came out, but you can hear just how much of a dumpster fire it was during all these situations. So, yeah, thanks for listening to The Dumpster Fire. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.